What is the one quality that you possess that makes you think that you can walk out here and come into the ring and face the very best in the business? Ruthless aggression. How y'all doing? How's your summer going? Welcome to episode 78 of the Fretzelmania podcast, finally. We have Smackdown from July 11th, 2002, actually 20 years to the day that I'm recording this, but of course this is coming out a week or two later because, you know, summertime be busy when you live on a beach. We are 10 days away from Vengeance, the upcoming premium live event, or back here as it was known as a pay-per-view, and uh, things are starting to shape up for that particular card, and that review is going to be coming up. It'll probably be at the end of the month, or it will be two or three shows from now. Depends on the schedule. Depends on what's up. So kicking off this show, we have a tag team championship rematch from last week. Billy and Chuck challenging the new tag team champions, Hulk Hogan and Edge. And of course, this is back when uh, title rematch clauses were a thing. Actually, they still are. WWE, y'all are whack for the... You know, the rematches or the championship contender matches. Seriously, what the fudge? We have here the ass dad. And no, I'm not repeating that scissor, whatever thing that the acclaimed and the ass boys were doing. Seriously, that just sounds, um, sounds weird. I ain't one to kick shame to each own, but seriously, if you know, you know. Holy shnikes. So for a good portion of this match, Edge is being worked over by Gunn and Palumbo. He finally lands an education, which is going to be a precursor to a supposed hot tag for the Hulkster. The crowd here in Atlantic City is hot for Hulk Hogan. They might just be remembering the Hulk Hogan from WrestleMania's old at Trump Plaza. You know, WrestleMania 4 and 5, respectively. Uh, WrestleMania 4, let me just say, ain't worth your time. Maybe the Battle Royal that's in there in the start of the show, it's all right. But the rest of the show, uh, it's one of the worst WrestleManias ever. It's long. It took two VHS tapes to fill... That show, I mean, you know, VHS tapes back in the day couldn't hold that much. Anyways, Titanic's a what? Two, three-hour movie? And it's on two tapes. I mean, I guess they, you know, they say it get two tapes garbage. Anyways, 
<laughs> enough about that. At WrestleMania 5 wasn't bad, though. I mean, the, the Mega Powers explode. That, that was some good ish right there. Uh, Chuck tags in Billy Gunn, and they continue to work over Edge until Edge lands a face buster, crawls over to Hulk, and we have uh, Hogan making the hot tag, brother, brother, brother. Rico goes for the distraction on the apron, but Edge spears him off of it. Not quite to the extent that uh, Big E would do and almost injure himself doing. We see a Famouser on the Hulkster. One, two, nah, no. You're facing Hogan. You land a finisher on Hogan. You know what you're in for. You're in for the Hulk up. The one, two, three boot leg drop. And before Chuck Paloma could interfere and break up the pinfall, Edge spears him. And still, tag team champions. Edge and his childhood hero, the Hulkster brother, brother, brother. Backstage, The Undertaker is waiting for The Rock to arrive at the arena. Cena comes in here, and Taker tells Cena that, let me tell you something about The Rock. He's a punk, and when he gets here, I'm going to show you why he's a punk. Cena says that he is honored to have The Undertaker as his partner, and he says... Go tell Vince if I give a damn. These eyes cry every night for... No, <clears throat> not tonight. Those eyes don't do that tonight. These eyes say that I'm going to kick the, the rock's beep because the word ass is beeped on UPN for some reason still. And to get out of here before I kick yours. You know, there's a whole lot of foreshadowing and hindsight here having... Cena interact with people that would become some of his arguably greatest rivals, like like The Undertaker and The Rock, you know, twice in a lifetime. They weren't that good, but, I mean, come on. Cena, Rock, promos, eh, some of them were decent at best. We then see a Raw magazine photo shoot with Tori, the Golden Thong Award winner herself. They're at a beach, doing a uh, snip snip, taking pictures of Tori in her bikini, and is then interrupted by the women's champion, Molly Holly, who says that she's the champ because of her abilities, not from parading around in my underwear. And the first thing that I see here is that Molly's going to get thrown in that beach. I've seen all that. I've seen movies. I've seen tropes. She gonna get wet. And then Tori uh, turns her back to the camera, unhooks her bra, and Molly leaves in disgust. Oh, what's wrong, Molly? Don't you want to see the rest of my photo shoot? <sighs> Backstage, Finley, the Brooklyn brawler, and people power! The fall guy himself, Johnny Ace, confront The Undertaker about waiting for The Rock, and Finley tells The Undertaker to leave. Um... I would. Finley is, you know, one of those uh, wrestlers that you don't F with IRL. I mean, seriously, just ask William Regal. He didn't try him. They're both hard, is what I'm saying. They're both, like, old school. Old school British wrestlers, badass shit. Look at William Regal's uh, background. Read his book. It's, uh... Whew, it's a hard one. It's it's hard. You know, Regal has had a tough, tough life, especially his past 
couple of years if you listen to his appearance on Talk is Jericho, Bring the Kleenex. So then a car pulls in, and it's Jericho and Angle. Well, if it ain't the man with my championship, says Kurt. Got my name on it, says Undertaker. When's the last time you tapped Undertaker? Oh yeah, last week. See last week's episode of Fretzelmania for context. And there's a bit here where the tap supersedes the pin because of that controversial finish. It's like Undertaker to Undertapper. Tap this. Blah, 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 blah. And then Vince breaks up the brawl. Says to Taker that you'll get the rock, but you'll get him in the arena. Backstage again, Taker walks into this locker room with a big Valbowski and Hardcore Holly, who uh, take a cue, get up and leave. Val Venus even does the kind of look while walking out, knowing Cena's, he's going to get takered by Taker, basically. He says, you told me if I didn't leave, I'd get my ass kicked, says John Cena. Don't tell me what I said. Do you have my back or not? They have a tag team match later in the show. Next up for the women's championship is Tori Wilson challenging Molly Holly. I am actually serious. Uh, this is uh, worse than NXT. Sir, this is a 50. If you heard that fast-ass car barreling past my place. <laughs> Apologies. And I just said that this is worse than uh, the current NXT women's division. I mean, Nikita Lyons... No, dog. Not not feeling it. Not feeling it. Coming up this week on WWE Confidential, we have the Tori Wilson story and what happened to Jimmy Snuka. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> um, and tonight, Monday Night Raw is brought to you by Maxim Hair Color for Men, who still has the contest to have dinner with a diva, Reebok. And Subway. Have it your way. Tori does a slingshot into the turnbuckle and a nice swinging neckbreaker. Molly with a great Northern Light suplex. The 10 punch is countered into a really nice powerbomb by Molly in this weird bow and arrow Indian deathlock like pin seals the deal and still women's champion, thank God, Molly Holly. Backstage, The Rock is here on his namesake show. But first, oh, my brothers, testify. He called my name. We got Reverend Devon and Deacon Batista against Randy Orton and Mark Henry. Randy's saying that his tag team partners have let him down. But with the world's strongest man, I can't lose. Randy and Mark little bit of foreshadowing here because i think these two had some uh, world title matches and, and if this is a full circle moment for me nate take a shot right away batista clubs randy but charges into the ring post mark henry and devon meet and we see a spot that's kind of like an assisted cross body by randy orton and mark to Devon, 
The deacon is then tagged in and double clotheslines <clears throat> Randy and Mark. Batista with that really nice ro rolling fireman's carry slam to Mark. It looked even more impressive being done to him. The crowd popped for it. And then that just mwah, spine buster that even Arn Anderson would be proud of. And Batista and Devon win. This is another big coming out match for Batista who is just about to get the rocket strapped to him and have a breakout year and it's also alongside Randy Orton who once again loses to the church leadership team but eventually we're going to get to the point where if he can't beat him join him backstage Edge and Hulk Hogan are having a chat and then the rock walks in to the locker room rock and hogan are no hogan and edge sorry are having a conversation here i think it sounds like they're talking about wrestlemania x8 you know hulk maniacs and edge maniacs dude it's edgeheads edgeheads so hogan is talking wrestlemania 18 with the electricity of seventy thousand hulk maniacs chanting for hogan Let's just say, Rock walks in. What WrestleMania are you talking about, Hogan? The one that never happened? Cuckoo, cuckoo. But seriously, man, congrats on being the tag team champion. A belt he's not even wearing on screen. Yeah, seriously, uh, where is it? Edge is wearing his tag team belt. Oh, oh, I, I get it. That that belt might be beneath Hulk Hogan. You twat. Oh, yeah, seriously, uh, congrats, Hogan. Uh, we're gambling. You in? And Edge is in. Yeah, I, I'm in. Oh, yeah, but don't bring that uh, Canadian money, though. Yeah, Don't blame me. Our dollar is shit, and it always has been. 2002, couldn't tell you. Don't care enough to Google. Then Hulk Hogan continues to lie and not cheat and steal, lie about WrestleMania, tell stories, and behind him unbeknownst to hogan uh the rock is uh you know kind of miming and mocking hogan and just you know making fun of him the tower of power jvc kaboom of the week <laughs> seriously did anybody have anything by jvc back in the day or heck if you had the tower of power i want to know like hit me up seriously uh and the Kaboom of the Week is when The Rock was drafted first overall to SmackDown. And that is a good enough spot here to leave for a commercial break. And when I come back, The Rock cuts a promo. Test goes up against Rikishi. Jamie Noble and Nydia go to the Tropicana Resort. And we have a tag team main event the undertaker and john cena versus kurt angle and y2j uh, stay tuned welcome back one and all this portion of the show is brought to you by the wrestle addict radio spring store link is in the description below where you can get t-shirts hoodies towels coffee mugs and so much more from all of us on the network including the Fretzel Mania Collection, the Kings 
of the Rings Collection with each member of the podcast that is the lovely Queen Bee themselves, E.K. Murphy, Willie T, and our liege, our general manager, King Ricky Rose, the YLP Collection with Mr. Zachary Ruzicchia, and who could forget my good brother from another good mother, Nate, the effing great with Brace for Impact. Super pumped that you are back in the war realm, my friend. Let us collab very, very soon. We also have a Patreon page, folks, although, honestly, the Patreon content's been kind of dry lately. Five bucks a month, you do get access um, to a bunch of back catalog, including all my Fretz's Fave Fives and my 20 Bell Salutes. 15% off of our merch on spring. And of course, please join our Discord. There's a link here that you can click. You'll get an invite from King Ricky himself to join us to shoot the shit, to shoot the breeze, to talk about memes and professional wrestling. You'll also possibly get you know news on what's coming up in our shows. Uh, day after this airs, want to give a special shout out to Zach. Mr. YLP is having his four-year special, so tune in to all of that and join WrestleLytic Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. Meanwhile, in 2002, where Frosted Tips and PS2s are a thing, we have a rock promo. Finally, The Rock has come back to Atlantic City. And he is wearing one of the worst shirts I've ever seen from The Rock. He has his share of shit shirts, and this is the shittest among shirts. And it is, you bring the whooping on the front, and I bring the ass on the front. There was another one, like, how is your lips? Uh... Just straight up Brahma Bull shirt. That's that's all you need. You don't need these stupid catchphrases. Now, I love me The Rock. Rock's probably in my top... He's not in my top five all time. He's definitely in my top ten of all time. But holy shnikes, that's some bad shit. Seriously, I maybe got to get on some more Fretz's Fave Fives. Here are my bottom five in the top ten of my favorite wrestlers of all time maybe in the fall when the tourists go and i have a little bit more time um hands and the rock says time to get down to business two sundays from now undertaker if you have a problem with me going for your title you have no idea and the rock means no idea the problem you'll have when i take back your title hey man just bring it and out comes Kurt Angle, and he says, You know, being gone for so long, you seem to have lost your sense of reality. Taker isn't the one that you have to worry about at vengeance. It's me. I've been on a roll lately. I made Hulk Hogan tap at King of the Ring, and last week on SmackDown, I made The Undertaker tap at vengeance. I'll make your candy ass tap too. And if Puff Daddy over there, that's actually Buster Rhymes, you freaking tool, 
I'll make him tap too if he wants a piece of me. And The Rock is just staring, double-taking, looking up and down at Kurt Angle. Who in the blue hell are you? You you remind me of someone. Did, did you change your cologne? <laughs> no. You're still wearing the same old Calvin Klein donkey nuts. That's not it. You're a big A. What does that stand for? And like the Pavlovian response, the crowd chants, Asshole. Is it anus? Is it, what is it? And Kurt Angle's like, no, it stands for Angle. You, you, you look like Kurt Angle. It's me, it's me, it's Kurt Angle. The Rock figured it out. Somebody got a haircut. You used that same line on the big show two years ago, Rock. Ain't work now. It's like, no, 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 don't get me wrong. You look good. All the stars are out in Hollywood. The Rock, Bustin' Rhymes, and Dr. Evil himself. That was good, Rock. You got me, because around this time, I think a gold member might have been out. What year was gold member? 2003? I don't know. I ain't looking now. And Angle says, you're yesterday's news. There's a new number one guy on SmackDown. This is my show. And for the next three years, Kurt Angle, uh, you'd be right. Or two years, however long you get drafted to Raw. It's like, you think you're big because you won a Teen Choice Award. Big deal. Teens love me. <coughs> Kurt, you're walking on eggshells right now. Phrasing. Careful what you say next. Seriously, teens line up for my autograph. Okay. Okay, you know, I'm looking at my Kurt Angle bobblehead, and I just bopped his bobblehead there on my desk. Okay, Kurt, Kurt, that's good. I ain't got to put away your bobblehead right now. You fine. You're fine. Do you know how much those things go for now? And The Rock puts his pinky across his lips. Oh, I know. One million dollars. You haven't changed, Rock. You haven't changed at all. You haven't grown up. You're still a child. Luckily, I have a match tonight where I'd kick your ass. So next week, I know you can sing, so I'll make you tap. And then The Rock's like, no, 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 no. We don't have to wait till next week. Boom, brawl, punch. Rock presses L1 and L2 and SmackDown, shut your mouth, locks in the ankle lock, and Kurt Angle taps out to his own, <clears throat> I mean, Ken Shamrock's move. And then in the ring, The Undertaker comes in and gives choke slams for all. Next up is Test versus Rikishi with the rest of the Un-Americans, Lance Storm and Christian, on commentary, talking about corrupt American corporations like Enron destroying the economy. I mean, you have a point there, dude. Uh, Kish does the bump into the corner spot. Christian distracts. And uh, Lance Storm comes in with the super kick. And, La and Test! Andrew Test Martin. R.I.P. Does the pump handle slam on Rikishi. Holy shit, what a spot. And the big man kicks out. <clears throat> I know Test ain't been using the pump handle as a finisher in recent years, but that should have been a finish. Like, oh, wow, that was 
Someone pressed the spot. He he picked him up, but then he just tilt-a-whirled him right into that damn pump handle. Wow. Just bumping meat here, you know, slapping meat. Meat slapping majesty. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Then Rikishi super kicks Test. Goes for the bonsai. Test gets his knees up. The big boot was reversed into a Samoan drop for the quick win by Rikishi. The Un-Americans jumped the big man after this match. Test with the big boot. And then the tag team champions, Edge and Hulk Hogan, make the save. So that means at Judgment Day, the American hero and the Canadian ally challenge, or defend, I should say, the Un-Americans. Defend against the Un-Americans at Vengeance. Cut that, and it's in. Backstage, uh, Stacy and Vince are about to get down to, to business here. It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot, I'm gonna take my clothes. It was the number one song at the time. Shut up. So, Jericho, so Chris Jericockbox McMahon here, who's about to get down with Stacy. Uh, did you feel that anti-American conflict there in that ring? Like, why are you telling me this, Chris? Can't you see that, you know, should be a, why don't you put a sock on the doorknob, Vince? Like, seriously, that's the international code for booty. I even know, and I'm a virgin, and I know that. Like, seriously. So, he asks Chris Jericho to step aside from his match from his match with Edge. Because, you know, as we know, or as you've seen throughout the build, if I didn't mention it, I'm sorry. I'm a forgetful person. We were supposed to have Edge versus Chris Jericho at Vengeance. But now, due to this Canada versus USA Civil War, and Edge is a tag team champion, the Canadian ally and the American hero going to challenge some un-Americans here, or the un-Americans are going to challenge them. <clears throat> and he tells Chris that he'll make it right. And uh, you can't see him, but Chris's opponent at Vengeance is going to be John Cena. It's like, you're a genius, Vince. And he's like, yeah, I am a genius. A horny genius. I'm just going to let that one simmer because uh, Vince is in deep doo-doo right now here in 2022. And uh, yeah, nah, 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 Jamie Noble, Nydia, and Tadgers are at the Tropicana Resort in Atlantic City. Look at this, baby girl. It's the best restaurant in, in Atlantic City. It's got an all-you-can-eat buffet. Look at this big piece of meat. Best I've ever seen. And Nydia's like, yes, yeah, since me. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie? Um, I'm a butcher's boy. My dad was a butcher. His dad was a butcher. My dad's brother's a butcher. My brother's a butcher. My cousins are butchers. Unfortunately, that genetic trait did not fall on me. I'm not good with my hands and uh, cutting open an animal. Uh, I'm sorry, but once I see guts and entrails all over the place, <clears throat> nah, I can package it, I can deliver it, I can eat it. But that piece of meat uh, looked like shite. 
it looked, uh, y'all ever see those cowboy steaks at the grocery store that come in that big ass bag and they're like cheap and everyone clamors for them? I I'm going to let you know on a little secret. They're shit. They're made from a cross rib, which is not a good cut of meat in the first place. So if you want to take that $15 for that big bag of shit steaks, spend that money on a really nice strip line, or if you can afford it, some Wagyu. You will thank me later. And then they do the sexy eating. You know, Tadg Tadgers and Nadia do Lady and the Tramp, you know, with the spaghetti and the kiss. And then she spaghetti kisses Jamie Noble and then eats his entire face. Oh, I get it. Uh, these are trailer park swingers. Hey, each their own. Nidia, though, <clears throat> to quote Mr. YLP, I am just a man. I am merely just a man. Nidia, uh, she can get it. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Meanwhile, the Raw Report. I haven't gone and done the Raw Report in some time. Future podcasts, uh, I might be bringing some back. We got TNA going on at this point in time. I think Velocity, you know, the favorite show of the R.A. Era podcast and my boy Kyle from the Apron Bump podcast. Guys, hit me up. Let's do some shit. Um, with the Velocity starting up. Yeah, I might go back and see what else is going on in the world of wrestling every week. Shawn Michaels extends the olive branch. Continues to extend his offer for Triple H to join the NWO. Now, this could be the best decision of your life, or it could be your last. You will either stand tall with the NWO, or be face down. And uh, at this point in time, NWO is on life support. I mean, no, they're dead. D-E-A-D, -E period, did. I mean, Scott Hall, God rest his soul was released from the company just after the plane ride from hell. And this week, it couldn't get any worse for them because Kevin Nash tore his quad. Next up here is Tadgers and Jamie Noble versus the Hurricane and Kidman. And Taz is talking about sexual frustration in the air because Nadia's Hurricane's ex. And yeah, I mean, come on, Taz. Seriously, he was talking about this the whole damn match. We got uh, Jamie Noble... Uh, Jumps Hurricane off of the apron. There's a the Hurricane does a really, really nice crisp shining wizard. Tajiri breaks up the pin. A pump handle reversed into a mm, chef's kiss T-bone steak suplex by Jamie. Tadgers kicks in, does the tree of woe dropkick in the corner. Handspring elbows reverses into a super kick right to the small of the back that had to hurt. Hot tag to Billy, who hits the Ushiguroshi. A young Adam Cole is taking notes here. The tarantula is countered. Noble with a nice suicide dive, but he took out Tajiri. Hurricane dives off the top rope as if he had his cape on like Superman, or in his case, the Green Lantern, who doesn't shut up. And the shooting star press is denied. However, Jamie Noble hangs on to Billy Kibben, who lands a super BK bomber for the win. Kidman pins the cruiserweight champion, so that means we have a 
Cruiserweight title match for Vengeance. And if I remember this one correctly, it was damn good. Backstage, The Rock is addressing Kurt Angle and The Undertaker. Mark Lloyd asks, Rock, are you still here? And, you know, The Rock just looks at Mark Lloyd the same way that he looked at Kurt Angle earlier. Damn, coach, you shrank and you got white. <clears throat> That's funny. You know, the Mark Lloyd... Who in the bluest of blue hells are you? No, it doesn't matter because we have time to, because we don't have any time to fill. And he addresses <clears throat> Taker and Angle. As long as you're both here, I'm not going anywhere. Taker, your title reign's coming to an end. Rain <clears throat> to an end. Tick tock, tick tock. Caring Cross, is that you? Rock says. That, you know, he went and gambled. Because if you're in Lack City, you're going to gamble. I pulled the lever on the slot machine and got three Brahma Bulls. Both of your candy asses are mine, if you smell. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh, no, I love me the rock, but that act's getting old. Getting stale. Main event match. Angle and Y2J versus Cena and Taker. The entire future of pro wrestling is in this match right now yeah taker's a veteran but he's he'd be going till another 20 years after after this match almost so it's just fascinating with the benefit of hindsight to see each individual person in in this match and how they interacted with each other over the years even in the upcoming months on smackdown on this very review we're gonna see everything play out and you can just see that the future is bright for John Cena at this point in time. Although, allegedly, not long after his debut, he was pretty much on the chopping block. But then, one little uh, <clears throat> rap on a bus later, and he saved his own ass. Big suplex to John Cena. You know, he's going to Suplex City. Jericho is tagged in. He screams out, I'm king of the world, which makes me think of, think of his uh, heel theme by Saliva, which was just an absolute classic. Back suplex the Cena, and these two veterans are working over the rookie. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling Angle a veteran at this point. He'd been in the Fed for almost three years, so yeah, you can call him a veteran, maybe a sophomore, if that Cena with a power slam and then gets the hot tag to the dead man who cleans house and does the Jeff, the Jeff Cobb corner to corner bit. Angle gets goozled for the choke slam, but Jericho takes out the ref. Take goes for the last right on Jericho, but Kurt Angle sneaks up behind him, does the angle slam. Referee is nowhere to be found. Two count. Cena tags back in, hits the spine buster on Cena. Chris Jericho then goes for the lion salt, but... When Chris goes to grab the, the ropes, boom, punch in the face by the dead man. Oklahoma roll, and John Cena gets his first win in the WWE. Maybe he had a win on Velocity before this, but I ain't counting that. Cena and Taker win this match. Post-match beatdown, Taker locks in a dragon sleeper on Kurt Angle, who gets the visual tap. Rock comes in, Rock bottoms Taker, Angle jumps to Rock, and we get the setups for next week. Vengeance is shaping up that match. That pay-per-view. It's gonna be 
an interesting watch. You know, it, it basically kicks off the entire ruthless aggression era, and it's kind of, was the kind of starting point for you know the RA era and the uh, the U.S. variant of the ruthless aggression podcast. Shout out to all those guys. Uh, actually, I was just talking to uh, I think either Kyle or Levi from the U.S. Ruthless Pod. They're recording this week. I think it's the Unforgiven 04 where Randy Orton's the champ and drops the title back to Triple H. And, you know, two, and that's two years after this. And it's amazing to see where, where the company goes from there. So that will do it for this episode. Please follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Fretzelmania, F-R-E-T-Z-L-E, Mania. This podcast is available on all platforms, from Apple to whatever platform starts with the letter Z. Follow Wrestle Addict Radio on Twitter at addict underscore wrestle, Wrestle Addict Radio on Instagram. Check our Patreon page. Check our Discord server. All the links to everything is in the description below. Listen to the Kings of the Rings podcast, Brace for Impact, and... Mr. YLP himself, The Young Lions Perspective. And until next time, have a good one.